Hey, hey, welcome back. I'm so excited that you came back. So let's talk about stress today. So we're going to talk about stress and how to break the stress cycle. You are busy and you are tired and you are stressed out. Okay, so let me tell you a little story. Then we'll get to the stress part. So today, me and my little man were picking the last of the broccoli. He's three. Um, we were picking the last of it before he pulled out the plants. And y'all, it was so cute because he was using his little um, icing knife or icing spreader. He calls it his knife to help me cut the broccoli. And it is so stinking cute to see him so focused and intent on cutting the broccoli in just the right spot and saying, look, mama, I got one. So anyway, had one of those moments today where I looked up at him and the sun was just right and hit him like all the angles were right. And he looked like a little angel standing over my broccoli plant, helping me cut broccoli. It was one of the most stress-free moments I'd had all day. And it was absolutely delightful. So let's talk about your stress and how you can find those bright moments in your day. Welcome to the Lifestyle Medicine Project. If you're ready to finally commit to lifelong health, feeling better, and improving your mental and physical health for good, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Jennifer Coble, a nurse practitioner, certified functional medicine practitioner, boy mom to three, and wife. I have a calling on my life to transform the way that you view and experience healthcare because I believe that traditional medicine is leading people astray. We don't need to give a pill for the ill. We need to empower people to have a true lifestyle transformation, both internally and externally, and most importantly, commit and be disciplined to the process. It's time for you to go against the grain to get to optimal health that is going to have you feeling incredible. I can't wait to create a true lifestyle change with you. Let's mandate vegetables and tackle this project together. Okay, y'all. So first of all, God is amazing. He made us so such intricate individuals like it just blows my mind every time you think about it so he gave us a stress response and the stress response is a survival technique that is built in as protection for our bodies so you know stress is a normal reaction but when it becomes so it's normal like short term your body deals with it it gets rid of all of the stress hormones, and then you go on about life. But when stress becomes bad is when it becomes long-term, chronic, causes so many symptoms from body aches, just random body aches, to brain fog, to sleep loss, insomnia. It can cause so many different things. So when stress triggers... Um, the fight or flight response, it encourages us to take action and avoid danger. But unfortunately, 
Our body doesn't know the difference between a bear chasing us and work-related stress. It's all the same to our body. It's all the same. So there are um, different (laughs) different stages that your body goes through when your stress response is elicited. First is the alarm stage. This is when your body goes into panic mode. Um, Your sympathetic nervous system or your fight or flight system activates so it can protect you from the stress. And your brain triggers your adrenal glands to let out cortisol and epinephrine. And then the rest of your body is alerted to these symptoms. And this is where you feel your heart racing, your blood pressure go up, your blood sugar rises, you start breathing heavier, you start sweating, and your pupils dilate. Your heart's racing to pump more blood, your blood pressure goes up, blood sugar rises so your body can have that sugar ready so that whenever you have to run, you have the energy. You start breathing heavier so you can have more oxygen, and you start sweating so you can be cool, not overheat, and then your pupils dilate so you can see better. That's the alarm stage. Could could you feel that alarm? Now, once stress goes on for so long, you have the adaptive or the resistance stage. So after the initial response, your body tries to return to its stable state, which is called homeostasis. But when your stress reactions are too strong or triggered too often, your body remains on high alert. Now, as a result of this... Your body builds up a resistance and a tolerance to go to coexist with these ongoing stressors. However, this extended release of hormones has adverse effects on your body, which lower or um, lower the effects of your immune system and can make you more susceptible to illness. Now, the third stage is the exhaustion stage. So your body continues to function in this wired, like, go, 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 go stage. Your emergency resources, vitamins, minerals, everything, they're depleted, and your body begins to shut down. And finally, your body is, like, it cannot cope with the continued high demands, and you have burnout. And this is because... Our body is not designed to be chased by a bear (laughs) 24-7. And that's what our body thinks is going on when we are chronically stressed. So, how do you break this cycle? So, there's a different system called the parasympathetic nervous system that turns off the fight or flight response that the sympathetic nervous system turned on. Now, this system helps your body return to normal and helps the body to rest. So, unfortunately, in our fast-paced world of running and going and taking this kid there and taking this kid there and having to cook supper and put up the dishes and wash the laundry and keep your husband happy and keep everybody happy and doing all the things and worrying and blah, 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 chronic stress, that's chronic stress, worrying all the time, our rest and digest system does not activate as easily. So, that being said, it's up to us as busy, stressed out mamas. Sometimes we do it to ourselves, y'all. Sometimes we do it to ourselves and we don't realize it. But it's up to us to take responsibility and say, I am going to do something 
to chill myself out, to reduce my stress, okay? So we're going to go over a few things that can help you reduce your stress. The first one is to practice calming activities like meditation. Um, Y'all, meditation looks different in so many ways. You could sit on your back patio in your long chair or whatever. Sit with your eyes closed, just listening to your surroundings and being thankful for what God has given you. It can be reading your Bible. It can be sitting in a cross-legged position, quiet. It can be laying in your bed, quiet. Like, it can just be sitting still. There's also apps that you can use. Y'all can definitely Google those. Um, Another thing that you can do is to organize your work in living spaces to be clutter-free, peaceful environments. So y'all, I I personally love the concept of minimalism. Um, The more crap and the more clutter I have in my house, the more anxious I get. And so we, you know, redid our house several years ago. And at that time I took the opportunity to kind of pare it down. And then every once in a while I go down and I go through and I'll pare it down again. Because the more cluttered it gets, the more anxious I get and the more just and the more mean I get, honestly. <laughs> so y'all, that being said, my kids are not deprived. They're not deprived because they don't have toys falling out of their closet. They're perfectly normal human beings, in my own personal opinion, that appreciate and understand that what they have is a privilege and not a right. So they appreciate the few things that they have versus having an abundance and just leaving it to the side and whatever, I'll just get a new one. Okay, so all of that being said is to say, organize your work and living spaces. So make your desk like a nice, peaceful, whatever, if you have a desk at home, just like pick a drawer, pick one drawer and clean it out. And I guarantee you, before you know it, you'll be moved on to another drawer and another drawer and then maybe a closet and then, may, you know, it it's a snowball effect. So number one. Practice calming activities. Number two, organize your work and live in spaces so they are more clutter-free and more peaceful environments. The third way to break the stress cycle is to plan your schedule using a daily or weekly planner. I know y'all are like, oh my God, how many times is she going to tell me to do this? Well, that's just how important it is and how crucial it is to keep everything in one place and to stay organized so that you don't feel like you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Um, I personally use the Christian planner, but you know, whatever planner you get, just use it. <laughs> use it. Uh, number four is to prioritize your tasks and to focus on one thing at a time. A lot of people, a lot of women have come to me thinking they have adult-onset ADHD. And I tell them, truly, if you made it through high school, you ain't got ADD, you ain't got ADHD. What you have is a busy life, a busy life, and you are not taking the time to focus on the task at hand. It has to be a conscious decision to put away your phone to turn off your computer, to turn off the TV, 
to, I mean, you can't turn off your kids. We, we know that. But it has to be a conscious decision to focus on your task at hand. Um, so, you know, I know a lot of people will argue with me about that, and that is fine. And that's my belief. Everybody's got their own. Now, number five is to delegate tasks whenever possible if you feel overwhelmed. Now, my husband shares in the responsibilities in the house. I am very blessed in that way. Um, he can cook. He can clean. He, that, like, one of his soothing things is vacuuming, okay? Whatever. We, we share tasks in the house. And then my kids also share tasks in the house. Their main thing is just putting up the clothes. Like, I fold them. And they'll put them up or, you know, come get them, put them up, hang them up, whatever. You know, they'll help me match socks. They, we don't have specific chores that have to be done. My kids will help me in the house if I do get overwhelmed. Like, they'll help me put up the dishes, whatever. And it is good for them to learn these things because these are skills, life skills that transfer to being an adult. Okay? So, even though... Sometimes you feel guilty for asking your children to do certain things. A lot of times, these things that you're doing every single day can be delegated to them, obviously age-appropriate, to help you and then to also help them learn life skills. Okay? So, let's go over this real quick. Break the stress response. First thing, practice calming activities like meditation. Two, organize your work and living spaces. Three, plan your schedule using a daily or weekly planner. Four, prioritize your task and focus on one thing at a time. Okay? Us women like multitasking, y'all just don't. Don't. Number five is delegate tasks whenever possible if and when you feel overwhelmed. Okay? So, that is how you break the stress cycle. And if you haven't already... Go ahead and head on over to jennifercobel.com forward slash meal planning toolkit. And you can grab your meal planning toolkit, the same exact one that I use every weekend to get my meals together, to plan out my week, um, which helps me to be <laughs> as less stressed as I can possibly be for the upcoming week. So go head over there for that. If this podcast blessed you in any way, please write me a review or send me an email at support at jennifercobalt.com. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Bye-bye. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is to head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show and leave me a written review. Can't wait to hear from y'all.